0: Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry, featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two ministers of God's economy who served together in China for nearly 20 years. Watchman Nee was imprisoned by the Chinese government in 1952 and remained there until his death in 1972. Following his imprisonment, Witness Lee carried on this ministry in Taiwan and eventually in America and ultimately around the world. He served the Lord for more than 70 years before going to be with him in 1997. His major contribution was through a 21-year labor he called Life Study, an exhaustive commentary on the entire Bible. This program is based on those messages. Before we join today's show, we'd like to give you our website where you can find more programs just like this one. It's lsmradio.org. Again, LSM. Radio.org. Now, here's our show today. In the Gospel of John, we are told that in order to see the kingdom of God, we need to be born again. In other words, we need another life. The natural human life is just not capable of comprehending the kingdom of God. How about you? Do you really see the kingdom of God? Stay with us for an insightful unveiling of God's kingdom in this Life Study of the Bible program with Witness Lee. After 69 classic messages on the book of Hebrews, we're wrapping up our first few programs in the book of Acts today. Ron Kangas has joined us for another exploration of the book of Acts. Ron, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Ron, as we discussed when we began this Life Study... The most common understanding of the book of Acts is really not what we're focusing on in this life study. I think we've said before, I think many people see it as the story of all the miracles. But we saw that the subject of this book really is the propagation of the resurrected Christ in ascension by the Spirit through the disciples for the building up of the churches, the kingdom of God. That's a dense summary, but it's full of meaning. Maybe you could unpack it for us.
1: This summary, or general subject, is very faithful to the content, the essence, and the emphasis in the book of Acts. Surely, the whole book is governed by the fact that Christ has ascended, and from the ascended Christ, the Spirit was outpoured. The disciples as the center of their testimony, proclaimed the resurrected Christ. Chapter 4, we're told, with great power, the apostles proclaimed the resurrection of Christ. So this proclamation of the resurrected Christ is actually his propagation. That means those who hear the gospel, believe the gospel obey the gospel, and believe into the Lord, are born of God, and in this way, Christ is propagated. He is increased in his many believers. That is why Acts tells us, many were daily added to the Lord, not just to the church, to the Lord. Then this propagation of the resurrected Christ issues in the raising up and establishing of churches, local churches. And these churches, as the expression of Christ, are actually and practically the kingdom of God realized and lived out today. So Acts is focused on the resurrected and ascended Christ being propagated through the believers, by the Spirit, to bring forth churches, which are the kingdom of God. Resurrected and ascended Christ, propagation through the believers, by the Spirit, to produce churches, the kingdom of God. This is the real book of Acts.
0: Ron, I say amen. Let's join Witness Lee right now with our first portion from today's program.
2: To know the kingdom of God needs the spiritual perception. need the spiritual insight. Without the spiritual insight, there was no possibility for anyone to know the kingdom of God. Some say, well, to enter the kingdom of God is there to go to heaven. This is general, natural, fallen concept of mankind concerning God's kingdom. What the kingdom of God? It was taught in the four Gospels, yet those Galileans they didn't have the insight to understand. They need these very wonderful person to enter into them, to be their life, to be their person. Then they could have the insight to understand the kingdom of God. And now in John 20, they all got this person within them. So in Acts 1, they become another group. Still the same persons, but different. But now in Acts chapter 1, they all had the life and the person. That is, in total, the life-giving spirit. The life-giving spirit simply means the life of Jesus and the person of Jesus. Now they all have the life-giving spirit, the life and the person of Jesus in them. So they could understand. Then what is the kingdom? The kingdom of God will be the main subject of the apostles' preaching in their coming commission after Pentecost. It is not a mature kingdom visible to human sight, but a kingdom of the divine life. If we are not a human being, could we understand the kingdom of human life? The dogs are with us all the time. Many of you do have a dog. Do you believe your dog understands what the kingdom of the human life they don't understand. But if you could propagate yourself into a dog to be the dog's life and to be the dog's person, surely that dog understand what is the human kingdom. As you have received the divine life, you do not want to know the kingdom. You become a part of the kingdom. The kingdom of God is just the kingdom of the divine life. Then, it is the Spreading the propagating of Christ as life to his believers to form a realm in which God rules in his life. Amen. In his preparation of the disciples, the Lord Jesus surely gave them the proper realization of the kingdom of God, indicating that all of them are parts of this kingdom. They became what? The propagation, the spreading of Christ and that means they became the kingdom of God.
0: We mentioned at the very beginning of our program today to see the kingdom of God we really need another life with another set of eyes. Let's pick up Witness Lee's analogy of the dog life and the human life.
1: There are two basic ways of understanding a kingdom, and both are correct. One way is to say a kingdom is a realm occupied by people ruled by a monarch. But we also speak of kingdoms in a biological sense, like the plant kingdom or the animal kingdom, etc., Well, in the animal kingdom, for example, you don't have physical territory. You don't have a superpower beast ruling over the others. What you have is the totality of the animal life with all its activities. So let's take one portion of this, the canine kingdom, the dog kingdom. The only way a living entity can be part of the dog kingdom is to be a dog. If you're not a dog with the life of a dog, you cannot be in the kingdom of dogs. The kingdom is defined by the life that characterizes it. The same is true with the plant kingdom, or we may say the human kingdom. Now, the kingdom of God has these two aspects. It is a realm actually the whole universe, filled with all kinds of subjects ruled by God in Christ. But the kingdom emphasized in the Gospel of John and that is emphasized in the Apostles' preaching in Acts is the kingdom as a realm of life. So just as the plants are the plant kingdom, the animals are the animal kingdom, the humans are the human kingdom, depending on the life. At first, the kingdom of God, constituted of the life of God, is inhabited only by God, because only God has the divine life. But God's intention, revealed in John 3 and exercised in Acts, is that the chosen, redeemed people of God would believe into the Son of God be born of God, regenerated in their spirit, and in this way they see the kingdom of God and enter the kingdom of God because they now have the life of the kingdom of God, which is God himself as eternal life.
0: One wonderful thing as you consider this analogy, the Lord was patient with his Galilean cows until eventually they were brought into it. We're grateful that the Lord is still in that mode today, waiting for most of us to uh, get out of the pasture and clue in. Let's go back to Witness Lee.
2: The Lord Jesus taught them in this half-year course that, listen, let me read to you. Verse 3 says, Appearing to them and speaking things concerning the kingdom of God and meeting together with them, He charged them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which, he said, you heard from me. This promise is not the promise the Lord gave in John 14. Bible readers and Bible teachers mix this thing up. You have to differentiate the promise given by the Lord in John 14. From the promise given by the Father in the Old Testament, Jude chapter 2. And this was a promise given by God the Father in the Old Testament, Jude chapter 2. And then in Luke 24, the Lord referred to that promise. And this promise has nothing to do with the promise the Lord gave in John 14. You heard I told you about this promise. Now, you have to wait in Jerusalem for the fulfillment of this promise. The Lord says, For John indeed baptized in water, but you shall be baptized in the Holy Spirit not many days from now. The word was more than clear. But listen what verse 6 says. So when they had come together, they were asking him, saying, "Lord, are you at this time restoring the kingdom of Israel?" They forget about the divine life within them. the restoration of the kingdom of Israel. Oh, the kingdom of Israel. fucking concept was this? tradition, old tradition. What was in the? traditional concept of all the Jewish minds, including Peter's, John's, and so forth. What was there? Just the restoration of the kingdom of Israel. The kingdom of Israel. The kingdom of Israel. The kingdom of Israel. Even your dream. Everything. Nothing but the kingdom of Israel. The Lord talked to them about the kingdom of God. Their heart was fully occupied by the kingdom of Israel. The Lord talked about the baptism in the Holy Spirit, referring to New Testament economy. But those didn't understand. Even now they didn't understand. Verse 7 says, But he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has placed in his own authority. You leave this matter to his sovereignty. You take my word. The kingdom of God, the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Forget about the kingdom of Israel. Forget about this. Leave this matter to the sovereignty of God the Father.
0: The Lord is patiently trying to bring his disciples into this new view concerning the kingdom. Ron, how is their question regarding the restoration of the kingdom of Israel an indication that they just didn't get it yet?
1: Okay, consider the context. Early in Acts chapter 1, we are told that the resurrected Christ met with the apostles over a period of 40 days, speaking concerning the kingdom of God. That was his subject for almost six weeks when he would appear manifest himself, meet with them, he spoke concerning the kingdom of God. Now, when the disciples get a chance to ask the question, they say, Lord, will you now restore the kingdom to Israel? This shows that it hadn't penetrated them yet. They were Jews, understandably, wanting to be delivered from Roman imperialism, they longed for the Messiah to come to restore the physical, geographical, literal kingdom to Israel. That's what they wanted. Even though the Lord again and again and again, I repeat, for 40 days, spoke about the kingdom, in the way of life, in the way of preaching the gospel of the kingdom, in the way of establishing churches as the practicality of the kingdom. When they could ask a question, they didn't ask questions about the life aspect of the kingdom. They asked the same old question, Now? Will it be now? Will the kingdom be restored to Israel now? Now? Then the Lord, in his long-suffering and forbearance, said, It's not for you to know this. The times and the seasons are with the Father. You will be my witnesses unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Eventually, little by little, they made the transition. But wow, in Acts chapter 1, they still had quite a way to go.
0: Let's go back to Witness.ly for the conclusion of our program today.
2: Then verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Forget about the kingdom of Israel. But take care of these coming of the Holy Spirit upon you. And you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and into the remotest part of the earth. Let me tell you, their traditional old concept was all together on the Israel. Israel, Israel, the law, Moses, Israel, the law, Moses, the keeping of the law, the keepers of the law. This was all their concept. What was their concept? Israel. The law, Moses, the keepers of the law, uh, the keeping of the law, and so forth. But the record is very brief. The law says, no, 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 not that, not that. You need now a great dispensational transfer. You need a big transfer, dispensationally, economically transferred, From the Old Testament to the New Testament. From the kingdom of Israel to the kingdom of God, which is the church. Forget about Israel. Pick up the church. You need a transfer. A great economical, dispensational transfer from the Old Testament to the New, from Israel to the church. From the law to what? To Christ. No more Moses. No more law. But me. Not the keepers of the law. But witnesses of Christ. Not the keepers of the law of Moses. But the living witnesses of me. The resurrected Christ. Is Moses still living today? Could the law be here with you? In such a living way as I am. Now, me is here. Right. I'm here. Living. A resurrected one. Amen. I was with you three and a half years. And you saw my death. And you saw my tomb. And you saw my empty tomb. And you saw me in resurrection. Even now, right away, I'm here with you in resurrection. Me, 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 me. No more now. No more Moses. Forget about it. No more keepers of the law, but witnesses of Jesus. Have you got it? In reading this portion of the word, they didn't see this economical dispensation, a great transfer. Many of us do need such a transfer. Have you ever considered how to be witnesses of Christ? All the time after being saved, you have been considering how to, how to, how to keep the commandments in the New Testament. You consider, you want, you desire to be a law keeper. You never consider to be a Jesus witness. Right. We need a transfer. Our concept is still in the Old Testament. It's still in the kingdom of Israel. We are New Testament persons but our concept is in the Old Testament. We need a transfer. To be transferred out of the Old Testament concept into the New Testament economy. We need a transfer out of the law into Christ. We need a transfer from the law keeper to the Jesus witness, but I hope that the spirit of Revelation would show you. We all need such a transfer.
0: What the disciples needed at this point was a dispensational transfer. But not just the disciples. Actually, we also need this transfer. Maybe not in our place in time, surely we're in the New Testament era but we do, most undoubtedly, in our concept. What are the signs that we should look for in our own lives that show us that we need such a transfer?
1: Actually, there are more than we can possibly comment on in this brief response. Okay, what was the situation with the Jewish people? The old covenant had been established through Moses with the moral law, which is unchanging, the ceremonial law regarding so many aspects of their worship, things such as circumcision, Sabbath-keeping, the diet, all of that was part of the old dispensation, the old covenant. The governing principle is the law resulting in human effort to try to please God. When the Lord Jesus began his public ministry, a new era began. This was a transitional period. Before he died, he established the new covenant. By his death, resurrection, and ascension, he made this covenant the New Testament. Now we are not under law, but we are under grace, Everything depends on the grace of God, which is the resurrected Christ living in us to be everything to us for the fulfillment of God's purpose. Actually, only the Lord knows the percentage, but I can safely say the overwhelming majority of Christians today do not know the New Covenant dispensation very well. They fall back into setting laws setting standards, trying to meet them. This is the strongest indicator. We need to see that in the New Testament dispensation, Christ is everything. He is the center. He's the life. He's the person. He's the content. And God wants us to experience, enjoy, and live this Christ so that the Christ who is all of this to us can build his church, his body, for his corporate expression.
0: I feel like the first few messages in the life study of Acts have pointed out this vast territory in front of us, and it seems somewhat awesome that we're going to get into all of it, see all of it, and assimilate all of it. But that's really what is before us. I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate your being with us today, Ron.
1: Good to be here.
0: Thank you also for joining us today. Before we go, let me point out that This Life Study message, in addition to 17 others, has been bound together in a very handsome volume, Life Study of Acts, the first 18 messages. And if you'll contact us at our toll-free number, we'll give you the information on how to receive that. And our number is 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 543-3788. Also request it when you write to us at Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814 or when you send your email to radio at lsm.org. And we look forward to hearing from you. As always, we have operators that answer the phones uh, on West Coast normal office hours, and they love to talk to you and answer questions and take your comments. And other times you can call and please leave your comments on our voicemail system. We've listened to them all, and we share them with one another, serving in the radio section here at Living Stream Ministry, and they're a real encouragement to us. So thank you for the time that you take to make these calls, and we look forward to them each time that you make them. For Ron Kangas, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, produced by Living Stream Ministry. We have these recorded studies on every book of the Bible, available to you online, free of charge. Just visit our website, lsmradio.com. You can download the MP3 files, stream them live, or add them to your podcast subscriptions, all at no charge. Once more, the website, lsmradio.com. To contact us, send email to radio at lsm.org or call us at one triple eight life study That's 888-543-3788. Thanks for listening today.